Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Both Sides of the Bars. This is Luke Wright, Luke Motivates. Don't find an excuse, find a way. And I'm here with my partners in crime. Patrick Foreman, Returning Citizen Magazine. Don't be afraid. Ask the question and just start the conversation. And Shalonda Rayner here bringing a little estrogen to this group because it was badly needed. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's love. Hey. Hey, we don't need a little balance. Right. A little balance. So, on this episode, Uh before we get to talking about different languages of love, because Mm -hmm. it's not just one, Mm -hmm. we're going to take a little bit of time and talk about... uh, Patrick being a good Christian. Oh, that's messed up. And loving his neighbor. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's messed up. So, 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 so here, here we go. So, so we just gonna dive right on in. It is Sunday. It is Sunday. All day. And I just want to ask the good people, mm. the good listeners out there. Just the good ones. Not. The, I'm gonna ask all y'all there. All y'all out there listening, was I wrong? So here's, here is the situation. I was coming from church and I was, I was on my way home and I saw this gentleman who had a homeless sign. Now I can neither confirm nor deny if he, he truly was homeless. Oh, okay. But the sign said, homeless, please help. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, help, he us, Lord. help us, Lord. He was in need. Mm. At first, I was like, I ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered that my good brother gave me $10. Oh, I didn't want you to give his name. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is he good for talking about his name? <laughs> my good brother mm. gave me ten dollars, and that. it was in my pocket. Okay, mm, mm, mm. so I said, "Give, but it should be given back to you." Mm. No, I ain't say that. And how many I, I, I said, "I said, um, I said that might be too much." Mm. So I, I, I said, "Whatever is in my wallet, mm. I'ma give it to him." Come mm. on now. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so I <laughs> I pulled my wallet out. And I to my surprise, mm-hmm. there was a twenty dollar bill. A twenty in my wallet. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Oh. Oh. The Lord made it so. Won't it do it? <laughs> <laughs> And what'd you do with the twenty dollars? Well, well, I pulled it out, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, this is a twenty. <laughs> I looked at him, <laughs> and I said, "Well, um, uh, I know I said whatever's in my wallet." Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, "But the twenty was stronger." The 20, I said... If the 10 was too much. I don't know. The 20, I said, come on now. I can't give him a 20. <laughs> so, but those of you that are wondering, no, he didn't go ahead and give him a 10 since he didn't want to give him a 20. Oh, they, they, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so he, he hadn't made it up to my car yet. 
So I still had some seconds to, you know, ponder on the dilemma that I was in. Mm -hmm. So I looked down. Speak, Lord. And uh, I said, look at all that change. <laughs> <laughs> I said, whatever I dig out, I'm going to give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> So, so I dug out, you uh -huh. know, and I even dug again. Right. You uh -huh. know? Because he knew it wasn't $20 with a change in there. That's why he said whatever. It wasn't even 10 it, And it definitely wasn't 10 because that's too much. And I, and I gave it to him. The whole dollar the whole and 87 cents. <laughs> <laughs> How much? I ain't counted. Uh-huh. You didn't count. I ain't counted. It could be. I'm surprised it, it, you didn't. I'm pretty sure it was at least $2. Uh-huh. Hmm. And then I left. You know, I gave it to him. Gave it the to light you. turned green. I uh -huh. had to go. Right. I had you to know. go. I had to go. But, so, you, so, but you still got the 10. And the 20. And the 20. Well, my question is this. Uh-huh. You know, um, was I wrong? Let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh, when, when you first saw the homeless man and you said, I... Hey, I'm going to give. Mm. Right? And you said somebody spoke to you. Yeah. Who, who, who I said somebody spoke to me. Oh, yeah, or you who, just said to yourself. yourself. Yeah, I said. Oh, you said whatever's in my wallet. See how they tried to put, put okay. it, you know. Okay. Hold on. He said whatever's in my wallet. I got your back. He said whatever's in my wallet. Uh-huh. And then God said, yes, look in your wallet. Mm-hmm. He looked in the wall and he said, oh, that's too much of a black. I mean, but it's okay because the Bible talks about what a man robbed God. They don't talk about robbing other people. So, <laughs> I mean, so, so did, did, did God talk you in to giving? Or is God the one that said, but look at all that change, though? Did, did, did God talk you into giving? Oh, man. Yes, God, and I gave you. God oh. talked you into giving. I mean, okay. I'm not saying God talked me. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm saying that, you know, God is a giving God. God is a giving God. Yes. Okay. And I uh -huh. try uh -huh. to emulate, you know, you try the, to father the Father by giving. Giving. So I, uh, I, I did. Okay. And that was well, he's, he's not a shortchanging God. <laughs> because, because you gotta remember now. Somebody in our midst is a deacon. Now I'm not, so I'm gonna put it. Oh, so, <laughs> so I'm gonna just put this out there, and the deacon gonna correct me. But I know that there were people, and God talks about those, the rich people that was giving all their money, and then it was a woman that came, and all she had was a penny, and God blessed her most because what she gave was a true sacrifice. Oh, ooh, ooh. And the rich people, what they was giving wasn't a sacrifice for them. Mm. So, here so you weren't going to sacrifice. So, sacrifice. so that, that dollar and 87 cents hurt you, didn't it? Not like that 20 wood had. <laughs> 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 so I asked my good friends here if I was wrong. Because obviously I was feeling some type of way. You know? So I said, if I find him. Yeah, I'm going to give him that 20. If he find. Now, okay, so real talk. Here's my, here my thing. I feel like if you mm -hmm. if you feel compelled to give, then you give. I don't think you have to give when you see people. Mm -hmm. But if something is pulling on your heart, mm -hmm. then I feel like if I would have said, for me, if I would have thought, okay, whatever's in my wallet, it probably would have shocked me if I saw a 20 and I wasn't expecting to see that. 
But then my thought process would have been, if I give this person this, even whatever they use it for, God knows my heart and what I gave it for. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be blessed for that. Mm -hmm. True. But, you know, I feel the same it was way. a whole lot of change. I, I, feel the, I feel the same way, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Why he couldn't at least have a 10, though? It just... Once you realized you had the 20. Well, the light had turned green. Turned green. <laughs> 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 Come on, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> so, so. we do not want you. We, we, we are not setting you up to follow mm -hmm. Deacon Patrick Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> These are just some of the things that people encounter people on a daily basis. Exactly, it's real. It's you know, real. And, and, and that's why I asked. You know, was I wrong? Now I wouldn't go back and look for him, real talk. But I'm not looking. I'm saying if if you I encounter if, him, if, if you having to drive past that intersection again <laughs> and see the same person, and, then I give and it you, to him, and you start. Feeling things pelting on the roof of your car, like <laughs> locusts. It, you might, know. it might be that dollar eighty-seven cent. <laughs> Get thrown back at you. <laughs> he hit your windshield with them nickels. <laughs> you know what? what, what up? And he dropped a penny, right? And <laughs> <laughs> what you do? What did you do? I didn't do that, but he was like, "Man, if I could bend down, you know." <laughs> I was oh, like, man. I get it. You know, I wouldn't pick the petty up either. You oh, know, man. So maybe you was thinking, man, if I gave him the 10 and it blew away, it would be a He tragedy. wouldn't even have chased it. I'm just saying, here's another question. Okay. Follow on. Okay, follow on. Say I did give him the 20, right? Mm -hmm. Would it have been wrong for, for me change? to ask for change? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, God said bless him, but I don't think God said. How much change would you have wanted him to give you, though? At least fifteen, you know. I'm, I'm sure he had the dollars in his other pocket, you know. If I had a five, I would have gave it to him, you know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have, these are the type of people that when the offer plate is coming by, they taking money out. <laughs> They making change and not even putting money in the plate. No, look, I had somebody do that today. Because I had to go and count the money at the church. So somebody to me want to put their money in the offer pay and they hand it to me. Hey, I'm going to need change from this. Oh, my Lord. Ooh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we. I, I don't know what to say about Patrick uh, Deacon. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Was that was that love, Patrick? Was, was that it? love? Was that love? Not agape. Here's what I would say. I would mm. say yes because I empathize with the gentleman mm -hmm. in a situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I gave uh -huh. to help him get a little closer to whatever it is he mm -hmm. is trying to, you know. Mm -hmm. For me not to give anything mm -hmm. would uh, to right. me because mm. I felt compelled to give. Well, it was in your now, wallet. What? Well, that was just some dumb. <laughs> I said. <laughs> <laughs> it was. If, if, if you only, hey, if you only, if you, 
If you opened your wallet and you only found $2. Oh, it, he would have had that. It, it, it was oh, good, good right? right? But since it was a 20, now See? it was something dumb that you said. <laughs> See? See, I normally don't have no money in my wallet. Oh, <laughs> oh. That's what you was hoping so for. So that's what no, you was no, hoping for. So what you was hoping for. Oh, I ain't got no money here. I can't, I can't give you anything. Oh, outside. But you saw the 20. And you was like, oh, hell no. You ain't getting the 20. I, wish I can't you. feel so. I can't. I'm not going to go with a heavy heart. Yeah, I'm not going home with a heavy heart. So let me see if I can give you something. <laughs> So, here's what I thought was in my wallet. Okay. I went to the dry cleaners the other day, uh-huh. and some change fell out my. Look you know, at the blessing. You can go to the dry cleaners. Come on, come you know, Jesus. <laughs> come through. I was like, let me check my pockets before I, you know, change falling out. Uh-huh. It might be some dollars up in there. So it was a dollar, you know. Uh-huh. I was like, man. So God bless I you thought man. the. Uh, <laughs> I thought the dollar was in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was twenty dollars in my water. So, oh boy, oh. ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. So we're talking, and we're gonna talk about the topic that Shalonda brought up about okay. different languages. Yeah. yeah, no, different languages. types of love. Different types of love. So. I think a lot of people believe that when you say, I love you, mm-hmm. I'm in love, mm-hmm. I love this, I love that, right. that there's just one specific type of love. Mm-hmm. And when you tell your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, or your significant other, I love you, mm-hmm. they understand specifically what you mean, and both of you have the same Definition, but right. it's, it's not always like that. No, mm. that's like um, prior to my divorce, like like fifteen minutes before the separation. Um, mm. <laughs> I was trying to explain to my current spouse that I loved him, mm-hmm. but I was in love with somebody else. Ooh. <laughs> when did that revelation come? But now, oh. so here's here's what that means to me. Now. Again, I think for those of you that listened to our previous podcast, I had talked about how I and my marriage had been dead for a long time. Mm-hmm. I still have love for my ex, and I had love for him then. To me, what that equates to is he will never go hungry as long as I'm living. Mm. Because he's the father of my children, I will never see him hurt because if he's hurt, they're hurt. Mm. And if they're hurt, I'm hurt. Mm. So. Like I would, you know, like a family member. But when I say in love, the other person made me feel special. The other person would tell me I'm beautiful. The other person mm-hmm. I had an emotional connection to because we could talk. And I thought that, and I felt like that person really cared about Shalanda. And when that person would call, that's the butterflies. And that's the, oh, I can't, I, you know, I get excited about the text. Mm-hmm. And I look forward <laughs> to. So I was in love with that person. But I still had, had love. love. For my spouse. Mm. I think people confuse that a lot. Yeah, a lot of married people confuse that. I mean, if you look at the number of divorces mm-hmm. that are happening after people have been married for, we'll say, 25 plus years. Like, my parents are getting divorced and they've been married since, you know, uh, 84. So, mm. 84, 85, one of them. So, you're talking... 
30 plus years. Right. I know another lady who's been married 39 years and she's getting divorced and <clears throat> people confuse I love you with thinking that it equals um, also in love. Absolutely. You. And they can be separate. Mm. They can be separate. I, I can feel like I love these two dudes here. They both married. I respect that. I have no you know, other kind of feelings for them. But if I tell them I love them, that does not mean, for example, I want to sleep yeah. with them or, 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 or want intimacy from them. We got love for her. Yeah. Else she wouldn't be here. True. Yeah. So, like, for me as a dad, mm. I have realized that I maybe I give a lot of providership love. Mm. Okay. Providing mm. Providership. Hey, you know, pay the bills. Right. Uh, insurance. Uh, prom dresses, car note, Type mortgage, you know, the lights are never off, right. the electricity is always going, mm. they can always depend on me financially. But, because that's the way you show love. That's based on your love language. Mm. And based what you're on, hoping is that they interpret that as love because I'm that's hoping, your intent. I'm hoping that they interpret that as love right. and express it because that's how I saw love being distributed or shown when I was a kid. Generational. And, 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 generational. And the key word is that saw. You know, because you equated what you saw. What you thought you saw. To be the definition of what you want. Right. Mm. <laughs> even and, though well, not, you hadn't even determined well, not, this is what I. Well, you well know. not really. <clears throat> I can't say what I saw is what I wanted. Okay, right, right. right. But what I saw my dad doing. Is what I began exhibiting, mm. and that, that makes was a, sense. That was a lesson I was learning. Right. Hey, this is this is what a man does. A man does. This is what a dad does. He provides. He's responsible. But with that, I failed to realize that that is not the only type of love that people need. And mm. sometimes people don't recognize that as love. They recognize that hey, that's part of your duty. That's part yeah. of your responsibility. Right. That's what dads do. And I'll give you a prime example. Mm -hmm. I had a uh, inc not incident, or me and my daughter were talking, and she came to me to talk about a car, right? And she says, "Hey, hey, Dad, I went to go pick out this car. Um, I want you to look at it." Or, and so basically, what she wanted from me was a yes or no. Are we going to going to look at the car and get it? Yes or no. And what I did, I listened to her about the car. Then I went into, hey, what are we going to do after high school? I want to revisit your options. You know what I'm saying? You say you want to go to this college, this, that. What's your, what's your A plan, your B plan, and your C plan? <clears throat> and my wife let me know afterwards, like, hey, I didn't really want to send her to come talk to you because I knew that was what, what was going to happen. Mm. You are going to be long-winded and take the situation or the conversation somewhere else. And I didn't know that drains, yes. you know what I'm saying, drain someone or that my daughter felt... I just ain't going to get the car. I'm not going to get the car or if I, I kind of bursted her bubble. What she wanted mm -hmm. from me, right? What she wanted from me is... A congratulatory says, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm proud of you. You're doing well, doing well in school. 
and I like this car. Let's go check out this car that you that you want you that that you earned. You know, right. you, you you done you done well. And answer those specific questions. And I didn't know that me making that taking the conversation from where she was to somewhere else and not being receptive to her Mm-mm. made it feel like an unloving situation. Right. It doesn't matter what my intent was. Right. Impact versus intent. Impact versus intent. Wow. Right? So I didn't understand the love language, right? And unintentionally, it wasn't a loving situation. No matter how long the light stayed on. Mm-hmm. No matter what I had bought. No matter what I was intending to pay for or whatever it is. Yeah. But for that moment in time, I sucked the energy mm. out of the room and maybe out of her. Right. So what, what is her love language? Because we want to make sure that we, you know, what we're talking about is, you know, uh, the five lang- the five love languages, mm-hmm. you know. If y'all haven't seen the book or Get you know, the book. several books out yeah. there. You know, so we, we dove into it because we have it for military, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there, there are several different versions out there, but Get the Five Love Languages by uh, Dr. Gary Chapman, you know, great, great book. So I'm wondering, after, mm-hmm. did you do a deep dive and find out what is your daughter's love language? I did not. At that point, I came... And spoke to my wife and my daughter, and I apologized. Right. Okay. Okay. But I mean, now. Now. Like, do so, you know what? So I need to go back. Right. Right. I need to go back and speak to all of my daughters. Mm. I got three. Mm. Right. And I need to ask mm. them. And it's, it's not too late. All my daughters are 18 and over. Okay. Okay. But it's still not too late. No, it's not. Right. No. And I need to find out from them how do you interpret and receive love? What makes yeah. you. Feel right. love because it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. right? I know for one of my daughters, hey, she always like, hey, dad, we need to go to Panera Bread. We need to do our daddy mm-hmm. daughter thing, you know. For my other two daughters, it may be totally different, right. right? It doesn't matter what I think love is, what my intent of giving it is, because I could be pouring a whole lot of stuff in, right? But if the other person isn't receiving it as such, yeah, then it's, it's, you're trying to put squares in a round hole, right? Yes. And it's you know it's interesting because when Luke talks about that, that is not an uncommon mindset for males that you know really be the is. provider. This because a lot of us at our age, you know, it's what I saw, and it's women out there too that are like, okay, if I keep a house clean and whenever you come home, the dinner is on the table, then that means I love you. And in the midst of that, we have men and women doing it, especially bringing it back to our children. But then we have grown children that, yes, our father provided, mama cooked, but they like, I can't tell you when the last time I got a hug right. from mm. one of my parents. Mm. I never got a hug. Mm. I, my, I have people our age and older. My parents never told me they loved me. Mm. So mm. we have these adults that are thinking I'm showing you. And these people are damaged. Some of us are damaged well into life because I didn't. That's I didn't perceive love. Like you said, I, you you the parent. You're supposed to feed me, right? But we have young men and young women. My daddy never hugs me. We got some men out there that their daddy never hugged them, never said "I love you, son." 
So what kind of husband are they? Some of them take it the opposite way because they know how it affected them. <laughs> so they try to do a true change. And some people don't even realize something was wrong with that. Right. And so they're emulating what they saw. And mm -hmm. then they're having problems in certain relationships and can't figure out why. And I think something that uh, Luke uh, stated is very important for everybody to understand. He said he has three daughters and he needs to go to each one yes. to find out because each child is different, just like each person mm -hmm. is different. Uh, for instance, like me, I, my love language I, I is touch, you know? Mm -hmm. um, physical touch is big. His primary with love me. language. Yeah, that's my primary. You know, um, for my wife, her primary is time, quality time, mm -hmm. you know? And, and you're absolutely right, because we were hitting on different targets. Because my wife, she's not a toucher, you know? And <laughs> me... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and me, you know, quality time, you know, I'm a busy person. So she's like, when are you going to spend time with me? Mm. And, you know, we had to really sit down and talk about you know, our love languages, because just like you said, I thought I'm shooting on a target, mm -hmm. you know, I'm providing, I'm doing, you know, these manly things. And she's like, I'm, I'm getting you gifts, you know, that you don't even know coming. And she's like, all oh, that means nothing to her if she don't have, you know, quality time. Quality time. Right. And wow. words of affirmation. So, so, um, you really, you really, really, really need to take a moment to invest in your relationships out there and invest in yourself because knowing yourself helps you articulate to your loved one or future loved one or anybody you are in a relationship with how you treat me. If you don't understand you, then how can you even, you know, help guide that person to you know, the direction of where you feel loved or you are loved and you receive love. So, so definitely take that time and invest in your relationship by uh, doing the work right. and finding out, you know, your love language and your partner's love language. And if they don't know, then help assist them in also finding out uh, their love language because it's going to make the entire experience together. Like you, you're right. You know, that's some, communication. Communication. Some people, like you said, their love language, like, hey, I feel loved when I'm touched, mm -hmm. I'm hugged, I'm kissed. Uh, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Some people may, like your wife says, hey, it may be uh, quality time. Some people, it may be gifts. Right. You know, it's like, hey, I, I, yeah. I like receiving gifts on my birthday, mm -hmm. Christmas. Um, acts of service, you know, doing doing things um, for me, and that's huge, fellas. The acts of service, cause that's like washing the dishes, uh, vacuuming the floor. You know, yeah, it it doesn't have to be big, big. So I that's why I proposed to my husband because he vacuumed the floor. All kind of ovaries was dropping. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the languages come in every I, I think the I think the languages of love are almost like currency. 
Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like currency. It is. Uh, uh, um, so deposits and withdrawals. Deposits and withdrawals. So if I am giving you money or love languages, if I'm giving you love languages or I'm giving you currency that you don't accept in your love bank, uh-huh. you're going to reject it. Yeah. You are going to reject it. So um, we have to be cautious of what we have to be cautious of what uh, we're trying to give people, what kind of currency. Because if the person is not receptive of it, we're going to keep depositing and depositing and depositing and not realizing that the person is not accepting our currency. Yeah. And then it, it turns in from you making deposits that you're actually making withdrawals. Absolutely. On an overdrawn account. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You think you put money, money in, in, but you're not. Because every time just goes back to what you were saying, like your conversation with your daughter. Mm-hmm. You're actually draining this. Yes. So, so the, it, you know, it's coming up. We always mindful of the time. It's coming up to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to end this because we got a special guest that we're going to uh, talk to Absolutely. in the next, you know, uh, podcast. So uh, let's go and bring this to a close. I think we'll hit them with a lot, you know, on this one. So we'll let them ponder and meditate on this and go get the book, Five Love Languages. Go get it. Go get it. And go get the book, The Right Thought. Go get the book, The Right Thought. It's and available on Amazon. And that music CD. Hey, Patrick Foreman, I'm calling on you. I'm telling you, bless your life. Yes, indeed. Both of them on, yours is on Amazon. Correct? Oh, it's on everything. Hey. Yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have blessed you with a podcast episode about different love languages. Yeah. And I'm going to go find that homeless person. Oh, my goodness. You know what? If you see him, you better give him everything that you got. Because God <laughs> heard you say that more than one time. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're out. This is another episode of Both Sides of the Bars.